Welcome to the How Great Events Happen podcast. I'm Cody. And I'm Brooke. And we're coming to you today from our respective home offices in Portland, Oregon. Cody, you know, the events industry is facing a lot of challenges these days. Right. So much that it's really hard to wrap your head around it. A lot of people are wondering what's going to happen next. Well, you know, we thought about it and I think we've got you covered. Are you ready for some good news? Of course. Well, Cvent is hosting a week of real talk conversations about the current state of the events industry, where we're now, where we're going to be in a you know next few months and beyond. When you say real talk, you mean? I mean unedited, unscripted, live. We're holding a live panel with Cvent executives from marketing, events, operations, and sales, plus a week-long series of interactive breakouts. So people can really focus on the issues that matter most to them and get all of their questions answered. Sold. Where do I sign up? (laughs) Well, our live panel is taking place Tuesday, May 19th. You can head over to cvent.com slash real talk to reserve your spot. And while you're there, pick and choose the breakout sessions you want to attend throughout the rest of the week. That's cvent.com slash real talk. I'm in. I'll see you there, Cody. Today we have Sam McNeil and John Labardo to talk about how music can help you through these times and complement your event. Yeah, they have some incredible tips on how to use music as part of your events, whether virtual or in person, to create a memorable experience. You're not going to want to miss this. That's right. So let's get to the conversation with Sam and John. So Sam and John, thank you so much for joining us today. This is going to be a fun episode. It is good to be here. Thank you so much. It's great to yeah. be here. We're excited. We, uh, we love doing stuff with Steven. Oh my gosh. This is going to be a real treat for our listeners. Um, but before we get into it, can you guys give us a little background about how you two ended up at Song Division? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in first. So uh, I'm Sam McNeil. I'm the general manager of uh, Song Division in the UK and Europe. Um, I've actually been working for Song Division. I did my first event for Song Division in 2007. Um, so yeah, coming up to um, 13 or 14 years, I was a musician who just finished a university degree in classical voice uh, in Sydney, working for my parents, not really sure what I was gonna do with my life. Um, and uh, a mutual friend said, invited our, our boss, Andy, who owns Song Division, to come and check out my band playing a gig. Um, and he came and, and checked it out and we had a, and Song Division had a job that week, with a big job with Microsoft. Um, writing a song in the in the Microsoft car park as they all came in for the, for the day as a team building experience in their headquarters. Uh, asked me to, if I wanted to help out, which I, which I did. I was, I was young. I was just running around helping with lyrics and, and, and as a support um, member and fell in love with the idea, the concept, the, whatever, what it was about uh, and, and sort of asked if I could get more involved in the company, any opportunities, I'd love to be involved sort of started doing bits and pieces for the company, then ended up taking on a sales role um, and then working my way sort of up to emceeing some of the bigger jobs uh, and then running the Australian office. And then um, we Andy wanted to set up in the UK and Europe. So I moved to London four years ago and uh, yeah, here I am running the, running the UK Europe. Uh, similarly, uh, I was actually, I was playing music in, in this band. Of, I, so my background is, uh, I, I grew up in the recording industry. I, I used to have a recording uh, deal and a songwriting deal with Warner Brothers back in the 90s. And um, so I was working with like a, with a group of musicians who had similar backgrounds. Um, I, it's 
I mean, it, it was billed as an all-star band, but nobody knew who we were. But um, <laughs> but I was in the band with a, a, another really good musician who just said to me, I was the lead singer, and he said, I'm working with this company who's doing these types of events, and you would be perfect for it. This was back in 2012. So um, I started hosting events for Song Division. And uh, that's, I just, they would just call me up when they needed an MC who could sing. So I would host and then transition over to be the vocalist in the band. And, and it was about three years ago that Andy approached me about taking on a, a different role within the company, a bigger role within the company. And, and at first I wasn't interested in doing it um, because of, just because I, I had never, I, I'd never enjoyed the, the sales type positions that I'd had. But um, what happens to me every time I do a song division event, people would come over to me and say, um, oh, that's the coolest thing we've ever done. And so, and then when I learned about what Andy wanted to do with the company moving forward, it just got me really excited. And so I, I said, yeah, I want to do it. So, um, and so the timing was right for me. And now I'm, so I'm the, I'm the client executive for Western United States, uh, Western North America. And I'm also still hosting and emceeing uh, a lot of the events. About 80% of our operational full-time staff now, myself, John, there's about 15 of us and about 80% of us were people who were just on an event as musicians and sort of fell in love with the company <laughs> and so now, cool. now sort of, you know, work in work behind the scenes on the day-to-day -day stuff. So, um, and I was the same as John. I'd never had a, I'd never had a job, let alone a job doing sort of sales and corporate work. But uh, I remember Andy saying, I don't, you don't need to know anything about sales. Do you, do you love music? Do you believe in the power of music? And then, and it'll mm -hmm. sell itself, which it kind of does. We, I don't, we don't, we're not selling life insurance. That's for sure. We're just, we're just talking <laughs> about goodness, what we love. Yeah. Yeah. The power of music. I like that. I don't know about you, Cody, but I feel like John and Sam are like infinitely cooler than us. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm a little self-conscious right now. I'll be perfectly <laughs> honest. And the reason why is because I saw you guys at Cement Connect in London a couple of years ago and you guys were amazing. Like it blew my mind away. So I'm yeah. so stoked to have you guys here. One of the things I love is that you guys do performances at corporate events and you talk about the science behind music mm. uh, to unify corporate culture. Can you talk to us a little bit more about how that works? Yeah. Um, so, and I won't go too, too deep because I'm, I'm definitely, you know, I, I'm not a, I don't have a degree in psychology or neuroscience or anything like that, but uh, we've done a lot of research into it and there's so much information out there and so much great information that's quite enjoyable to take in actually. There's some great documentaries and, and articles around the science of music. Um, so for us, we distill it down to three main points. Um, the first one is uh, sort of the parts of the brain that are engaged when, you, when you're creating music. So most of the time, humans spend most of their lives in, in the, uh, the part of their brain that we call the amygdala. So that's where you, what we also sort of know as the, the caveman brain. It's, it's, and the reason we're there is because most of that, our day is, is stress. We've got to get to work. We're late to work. We've got a deadline. We've got things to do. So we're releasing cortisol and, and that, and releasing cortisol puts us in the amygdala. Uh, it's, and it's nothing wrong with being in the amygdala. It's like, it's, it's, it's where you are when you're tying your shoes. It's when you're running for the bus. It's when you're doing everyday things. It's called the caveman brain because it's, you know, it's when you, we were cavemen, it was running away from lions or attacking other cavemen for their, I don't know, their wives or their food or whatever it might be. So that, that's why it's known as that. Um, but we don't need to be in that part of the brain anymore all the time. Um, and to get out of that brain and into the, the what we what, what's known as the prefrontal cortex, um, 
that's that's where we want to be or where i want to be anyway that's when we're being creative that's when we're problem solving that's when we're collaborating that's when we're thinking outside the box and and uh looking at things from different angles and problem solving uh and and to get there very quickly listening to music and singing and writing songs and singing and, and performing in groups is, 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 can get you there very quickly. So by doing that, you're instantly um, getting yourself into, the, um, into that part of the brain. You're releasing oxytocin. It's a good place to be. So music instantly does that for you. Uh, so that's sort of one side of it. Then the other side is social bonds. So, so listening to music and performing music um, creates really strong social bonds. And the reason for that is if, if you go back even further to, um, uh, you know, pre-human evolution when we were chimpanzees and you still see this at the, the zoo or you know on documentaries you, you'll notice that um, chimpanzees they, they sit behind each other and they pick bugs off each other um, now the reason they do that is not it's not a it's not a vanity thing it's that's a way to release dopamine um, so by, by doing by, by chimps doing that they release dopamine and that and that's what strengthens their social bonds and creates that uh, hierarchy within the, the chimpanzee world. There are better ways than picking um, bugs off each other to, to, to release dopamine and, and again it's listening to music, going to concerts with your friends, singing in choirs, singing in bands um, and those kind of experiences release dopamine and strengthen social bonds uh, and then the third thing is um, is the is just music and memory what did you have for dinner on last Thursday no oh, clue. what did I have for oh my god <laughs> no clue can't yeah. even remember no. yeah yeah, yeah. Remember. probably pizza ago. yeah probably pizza yeah <laughs> I, if I say two minute noodles there's a good chance I'm getting it right at the moment um no I yeah people can't answer that but if I said to you like I don't know sing me your favorite song mm. In your in your final year at school, or your song with your first you and your first girlfriend or boyfriend had when you you know your, your song, I could I could sing that song every single word of the song. It was well I can tell you it was Nelly and Kelly. I met this chicken she just moved right up the buck from me. And so uh, I, I I could still remember that feeling. I can remember that relationship. I can remember every word of that song because music has this ability to unlock our memories and take us back to a time. So we can almost trick our minds into taking us to a place when we were happy or happier or when things were great. And we can use that, especially right now when people are feeling isolated and a bit down. You can put on your favorite album from high school and give yourself that instant list. So that's just three very, um, you know, top level uh, ways that music and science and the brain can really help to create an environment of positivity and, and connection at the moment. So Cody, this is like, remember when I was playing all those 90s hits for you last night and you were yep. so stoked yeah so that's why i think yeah. it was triggering all these like <laughs> 90s memories that i was having i was yeah. like i remember when i heard that i was doing this and yeah I mean, I some of those were embarrassing but yeah, yeah. i remember <laughs> the, when i got my driver's license and it was definitely like first driving on my own with no parents or you know um driver tu tuition tutors um putting on like the best of brian adams and just like driving along to that summer of 69. Oh, yeah. All those oh, I know every word of that song. That's my karaoke go to. <laughs> yeah. This is way too much information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get home with that. Be so cool. Well, I was checking around, Sam and John, uh, about your core values with Song Division. And you guys have some really cool core values. Can you tell us a little bit more about how those tie into meetings and events? Yeah. Um, so the, our, our first core value is life is better with music that one's pretty obvious that's what we've been talking about so far i think that if you asked anybody 
if they love music, and I do this all the time with large groups of people, I've never seen anybody honestly say, no, I, I don't care for it. <laughs> but I think all of us have an emotional connection to music. It does make our lives better in a very literal sense, the way that Sam is talking about. And then, of course, in the ways we are all talking about, about the memories that we have and just the way it, it works for us. And it's also, it, it's also, I can tell you, having done a lot of events in a lot of different places, it it transcends language and cultural barriers. It's just something that brings people together. Life is absolutely better with music. So that's, that is one of our core values. It's also an indisputable fact, at least, you know, I would, I I think most people would agree with that. And so that's really the, the umbrella for, for everything that we do. And then helping others. um, We, we, we really want to use what we know, use our skills and talents to, to actually try to bring some value into people's lives. I, I think there's a reason why our entire uh, corporate structure is consists of musicians. We're not people who came here from outside of the music world to you know sell a product or manage a company that sells a certain product. We're all we are lovers of music who want to share that love with people. And and it really as in the ways that Sam was just de- de- describing and like he said, especially right now. I mean, it, it is helpful to other people to to use our musical skills to put them in a place where they can learn better where they can have a better experience and where they can bond with the people that they care about. So that's a really cool thing to be doing. Um, do the right thing is our third one. Um, we're just always trying to make sure that we are uh, thinking first about how we can have a good impact. You know, um, I'm not a big fan of that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for example, the first time I met Sam, I spent an hour picking bugs Shh. off of him because it was the right thing. To do. <laughs> that's I, awesome. I got a hit off it, but... Uh, <laughs> And then, um, but so do the right thing is, um, you know, it, 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 I'm sure that most people would not have a hard time understanding that what we want to do is, is be a force for good in, in, in everything that we do. And then the fourth one, bringing positive energy, that's how we do the right thing. You know, uh, bring positive energy through music and through our personalities and our love of music and sharing it. So the fifth one is uh, my, f- one of the reasons that I love being part of Song Division and, and is because of the number five excellence in everything we do. Uh, in order to be good at this, I've had to expand my skill set so that I could provide better service for our customers and our clients and also to be a better part of a team. And so that, that is a standard that we hold one another to, to be excellent to the, or as close as we can in everything that we do and to constantly improve. And that's one of my personal goals long before I became part of Song Division was to constantly improve. That's what makes me feel like I'm fulfilled. If I don't feel like I'm improving, I'm kind of get bored. Um, I have what's called lead singer syndrome, you know. So I, it's, it's, I would never be able to, um, to do something that felt mundane to me. I wouldn't do it well anyway. You know, you guys sound like a really awesome team. Um, and I know you've worked with a lot of different corporate events, especially in that kind of team building arena. So tell us a little bit more about that. Like, what does this look like when you come to a live or maybe a virtual event? Well, I'll, I'll explain some of the live ones and then maybe John can talk about what we've been doing for the last six weeks, which is really exciting, to be honest, at the moment. Um, so the live events, they look, I mean, yeah, they range from any group size, anywhere in the world, any amount of time. You know, we, we very much believe in being bespoke experiences that are designed for, for the client. Um, but, you know, a, a, a really 
a standard event for us would probably be something like a, you know a sales conference where um, a company's got got their whole organization together from across the US or even across the world somewhere usually in the in the mid hundreds um, to to pump them up for their goals to educate them on a new drug that they're releasing if it's a pharmaceutical you know talk about how they're going to turn over X amount of money if it's the big bank or whatever it is um, and and we're there to really help them drive home the their strategy how we're going to get there how we're going to um, how they, what, what challenges they're going to be how we're going to overcome them in a very high energy and and outside of the box something that these guys would never do which is the creation of an original song but it's with musicians like John um, and our, our, and our musicians that tour and record normally with people like Justin Timberlake, Adele, Cher, um, Florence and the Machine, Michael Bublé. So our musicians are, are contracted in. They're normally touring and recording with the big stars and we pick them up when they're available. So people aren't writing a song with, you know, a couple of um, occupational trainers. It's not, it's, 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 it's not a bad episode of The Office, if you know what I mean. It's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's a rock star experience. It's team building disguised as a rock concert. Um, we... They, we the other reason I believe it works is we they're very empowered to, to create everything from scratch. No one needs to sing on their own. No one has to perform the song or, or, or do anything they don't want to do. But we don't change the lyrics to a famous song. They come up with the, the chords. They vote on the style of the song and they write all the lyrics with our help. We facilitate it. We show them how easy it is to write four-line poems and we help them along the way. But everything comes from them. So when we perform it at the end, it's like I'm just I'm sidetracking a little bit. But my, my girlfriend just bought me an art kit for my birthday. I'm, I am not good at art, like a painting kit. And it, and I've, I've drawn, I'm doing this sunflower thing. Like I can guarantee it, it doesn't look good. But I created it. And I'm, and I'm like super proud of this artwork that, I've, that I'm halfway through. So it, by the end of it, at the start, there's a bit of, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. Get me out of this room. This is my worst nightmare. Then there's a, oh, wow, someone in the group does play a bit of guitar. Okay, we've got our chords. Okay, I want to hear a reggae style. I want to hear a pop style. Oh, let's vote. Oh, okay, I wrote that verse. That's my line. So by the end, like, you can't really get them off the stage because everyone gets up and we perform it. Uh, and if we said we're not going to perform the song, then um, they'd, be, they'd be really upset. Uh, and that's only when we're doing an event during the day and there's no alcohol involved. You should see it when we do one at night time, when they actually all of a sudden think they've written the greatest song of all time and we're going to be rich. So it, it works in any setting, but they're, they're, by the end, there's a real sense of, it's you know, we're, we're not writing number one chart toppers, but like, everyone's so proud of what they created as a team um, that... There's just this, there is this euphoria of like, it, yeah, it gets a little, gets a little crazy. It's fun. I love that. Uh, yeah. I actually John, heard you that can, you guys yeah. are going to write a song for us on this episode. Is that we right? Yeah, we are. Oh, yeah, we'll, man. We'll, okay. So that sort of ties into a little bit of the virtual stuff we're doing. But John, yeah, you, you can yeah. explain how we've pivoted. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> loving that word at the moment. Yeah, word, word of the <laughs> couple of past few months, right? How did we pivot to virtual? How do we pivot? <laughs> yeah. So, so what we what we've done um, is just ap apply our particular skill set to this virtual medium, which has uh, honestly, I, I was very skeptical that this was going to work. I, I really feel like one of the things that is so incredibly impactful uh, is the energy we create in a room with music to connect to people. Um, so I was really skeptical about it and we started, actually Sam was sort of the, the maverick on this one. He started doing these, 
these happy hours. And so what but the 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 bottom line is that people still are really looking for a way to come together and do something that's engaging and unique. And you know, if if music couldn't be conveyed through video, there would have been no MTV, right? I mean, it's uh, the, so so it actually it actually does maintain all of its power. And so what we do is we we bring groups together. We're we, I, I did an event for a group in Alaska last week for eleven people. We're doing one this afternoon tomorrow afternoon for seven thousand people. So we we bring the the people together. We we use our it's the same things we've always done to, to get them to, to start to interact, to feel comfortable with us. We have some fun with them. We get them thinking about music. And then we play a few games with them. And the games are designed to help them start to come out of that, that first place we put them into, by design, by the way, that Sam was talking about. Because the first thing that people do when we say we are going to write a song together is they say, half of them say, oh my God, no way, I can't do this. And the other half go, oh my God, I've been dreaming this my whole life. When, how do, you know, when do I get on stage? So what we do is we play some games with them that help them start to realize this can be done. This, we are going to do this. And then we get them to, to collaborate with one another and to, to work around some of the themes that are important to, to whatever their event may be. And it's the same thing. Then, then they are, they're giving us content, as you guys are going to do in a few minutes, and then we turn that into a song that is performed by them. And then after the event, we record the song and give them a professional recording of the event. And it can also be set to the video recordings of this. So it actually takes it a step further than we're able to go in our live events. We're actually providing our clients now with a recording of the song they all wrote together and a video so they can go back to that moment over and over and over again. It really becomes an, an event that they're never going to forget because they're never going to forget it. They can actually recall whenever they want. So it's incredibly powerful, and I'm, I'm overwhelmed by the response we're getting, but we are busy right now, and it's, it's really cool. So that, you know, Very unique, which I think is what everybody's looking for. You know, we... Yeah. What, what, what is it called? Like uh, video, I can't think of the word, but we're, we've just been staring at video too long, yeah. right? Um, video fatigue, right? Video yeah. fatigue, yeah. that's it, yeah. So like, I, how I, I couldn't remember that word last yeah. week. I was so fatigued, I couldn't remember the word fatigue. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I was like, what's that word, lag? Like, um, we, and just reminded me, we did one with C-Event two weeks ago. It's it's up on YouTube. It had It's had like 2,000 views, so uh, which, is, which isn't bad. So um, no, please, really but yeah, you'll have to yeah. share that with everyone. It's a great little yes. song. I feel like today's song might be even better, this, though. This, so. It might be. No pressure. Yeah. Before we get into that, though, just got to ask you, can you briefly tell me, I'm just so dying to know, what is the coolest thing that you've done so far at Song Division? Ooh, um, the, the go-to answer for me is um, we, did, we did do a big job for um, Virgin uh, Australia, and uh, I know they're obviously going through a tough time at the moment as well, but um, at the time, they weren't going, that things were good, uh, and they, they, they were flying Richard Branson in for a big meet and greet with 1,500 staff. So we, as, he didn't know this was happening, but we asked them to send us lyrics about what they love about working for Virgin, and they sent them in via email before the event, and um, he, we wrote a song pre-event, and then we got there for a big, it was like a music festival style, big stage, barbecue, drinks, taught them the song live before he got there, and then he came in on a helicopter, and we surprised him and performed the song, and... He was crowd surfing and my LinkedIn photo, you'll see, he gives me a big kiss on stage. Um, so that's the go-to answer. But very quickly, this sounds soppy, but we do a bunch of charity work. And those events are ridiculous. Um, the, the 
so emotional, so like goosebumps talking about it. We do what we do six events. We do two events a year for the Teenage Cancer Trust here in the UK for survivors and people still suffering from cancer, teenagers. Cerebral Palsy Alliance in Australia is our is our charity. Uh, we do stuff with homeless kids um, in the US, and those jobs are just whew, yeah. The, the tissues are, are, are the tissue boxes are being passed around, and like seeing kids and the people that wouldn't normally get to experience this stuff, and and then adding music to it, which is emotional anyway. You're just like wow. This is this is why we do it. This is good fun. So they're my favourite, to be completely honest. But John, you probably got some good rock star moments. So, so I've had, I've had a couple. Um, so one that was just super cool for me as a fan was when we, we had Earl Slick. Um, we interviewed yeah. him and then he played some stuff with our band and then he, he wrote a song with a group um, at the Palm Studio in Las Vegas, Nevada. And if you guys don't know who he is, but Earl Slick is a legend, a music legend. He played guitar with Bowie. For years, uh, he, he was on a couple of John Lennon's records, a guitar player. He's a legendary guitar player. Um, so that one was just super cool for me just as a fan. And then in terms of getting to do something, so look, I've done so many events for Song Vision that I felt were so impactful for so many people there. I, I couldn't pick a favorite as far as like impactful for the people. But for me, uh, for a client of ours, uh, called, um, we recreated a shark tank for them. And we actually had the, the sharks from the show. They, they brought them in. They, they, this was a big event. And, um, and I was like the host of the show. So I got to coach the presenters on... They, these were people who'd come up with an idea for the... For the they had a contest within the company. If you came up with this idea, you were going to get it funded and they were going to get you know, all the benefits of that. So they had 15 people that had come up with ideas of, how, of something to do for the company the next year. And they were people from accounting. They were people from the, you know, they didn't know how to stand on the stage and present. So I came in, I coached them how to present the day before and the day of, I helped them get up there and they, they pitched their ideas to the Sharks. And they picked a winner, and that per, those those two young people got to you know like it changed their life. They got to be part of the future of the company. It was a really cool event. Oh, I, I, I can't imagine awesome. an environment where I would have gotten to do that. No, <laughs> so right? that's very cool. That is so cool. Well, I'm having one of those moments right now because you guys are about to write a song for the podcast, <laughs> and this is really one of the most exciting episodes I can think of. Um, how do we do this? Like, how does it even start? Okay, so. Normally at, at these sessions, we would say we're going to come up with some chords. So does anyone play a bit of guitar? But you guys already have this phenomenal jingle or, or, or soundtrack that you play at the start in the, at the episodes. Am I right? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. So, I love it. Yeah, it, it is really good. Um, you send it over and it's like, like I was saying to you, it's got like a YouTube sort of production. It's, it's pretty rocking. So, so we figured we will just write a top line for you. Top line is, is when someone has an instrumental and, and the top line is the lyrics and melody that go over the top. So we've done half the battles already won. So that, that is, um, that's a full production track. So we're going to write over the top of that and John's going to perform it acoustically in a minute, but we need to come up with some lyrics. So again, normally we would write all the lyrics. I'd get you guys to help us write some lyrics, but we're going to let you off easy today. And you just need to answer some fun questions for us. And then John's going to do all the, the hard work. You just ready, Cody? So, yeah, so <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so Cody and, and uh, Brooke, what, is the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of C-Vent? A couple of things that come to mind when you think of uh -huh. C-Vent. 
well for like bleed blue that's what we you know our blue. blue is like our john's getting this now. color and we're like yeah yep. 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 it's always blue. about the bleed blue for sure i i think about um our work hard play hard culture that we have oh, yeah at mm -hmm. good yeah i mean i was gonna say i'm thinking of uh, event highlights you which were you at the savoy cody or were you at noben savoy Savoy, yeah. So that yeah. was pretty fun. I was that was so cool. That, I was there's there's a video of me on someone's shoulders singing "Sex on Fire" at the end of that party <laughs> set. So um, I know you guys work hard and play hard. So that's good, and yeah. and you have a lot of fun, and uh, you you um you, you seem very tight knit. Um, what makes C event better than the rest? So you know that that's that could be as an organisation, as as far as your tech, as your technology, as your platforms, as your software. What what sets you guys apart from the uh, from the competition? I, I mean, I want to say, Cody, you tell me if you agree, but really the innovation, right? Like not even just with the products, but like how we market products and how we approach live events, like the, all of that. It just seems innovative. That's why I'm, I'm here. What about yeah. you? Yeah, 100%. I would say innovation. Uh, okay. I feel like that is a huge part of this event, you know, culture that we have going on here. Um, I can't think of a better answer than that. That's nice. And um, I'm jumping in. I feel like I work with you guys sometimes because like, we do we do <laughs> a lot together and I've become quite a good industry friend with Judy Elvey. Uh, and I remember when I met her, I asked her what makes you guys different. And she said it's also how much we invest in our technology. She, it's it's mm. something it's something crazy, like 70% of your staff are actually, um, what do you call it? In, like, Developers. Developers. Yeah. So mm. it's not like a, you know, a bunch of marketing guys and a few guys in the back room who are yeah. making it all work. Like that, that's impressive. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, what makes Cvent a great place to work? Well, I think I said that in my previous answer a little bit, but I feel like it is the, it's the culture that we have at Cvent that makes it a great place For to work. Sure. For sure. So cool. Working in the offices or virtually or even at our HQ, the culture is really yeah. unique compared to anywhere else I've worked. We take it very seriously. Good. Um, working part, hard and, you know, playing hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that, I love that. Yeah, that's another, there's another saying I've heard that someone, I saw someone, actually, that someone came and said that after our event. They said, you take having fun seriously. And I was like, oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Um, yeah. that. That is us. That is us. Yeah, <laughs> you take yeah. having fun seriously, which is true. It's, uh, you, you got to, uh, it's, it's important. So that's lovely. And then this is just a fun one. I don't know if John's going to use this answer or not. You don't have to, but I, I, I like this question. What, <laughs> if Cvent was an ice cream flavor, what flavor would it be? An ice cream flavor? Ice cream flavor? I don't know. Um, I think I mean I think of Steven as you know unique and fun and you know stands out from the rest maybe like yep. so not like just a, like vanilla definitely not maybe vanilla. it's like a pistachio or something <laughs> pistachio yeah why not <laughs> yeah why <laughs> like not a mint chocolate chip one of the two mint chocolate you know? chip pistachio like, throw it all in fun yeah 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 what's that yeah what's it called a cold rock or stone rock where it's just it's just all kinds of weird stuff going in there Oh, oh yeah, that's Cold Stone Cold Creamer. Stone. That was my first job, by the that's way. I was an ice cream slinger. Yeah, I did that several well, years ago. What's fun about that, Sam, is that you know at Cold Stone they have to sing quite a bit. Didn't Cody? Didn't you have to sing every yes. time? Yeah. Yes. They gave you a tip. Every time you get a tip, you have to sing a song, and so oh. I sang so many songs there. Uh, I feel so sorry for if, even if it's like a quarter. Yeah, uh, it was like yeah. a, a like a nickel. Well, we had to the... do it. Oh, yeah. that's that's hard. Yeah. Um, oh, there you go. So, so you're like a, you're like a cold stone. Like anything goes, kind of thing. 
Okay. Yeah. 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 A beautiful yeah. mission. Okay. Look, that, yeah. John's pretty amazing at this stuff. So he's got the he's he's literally working away furiously as 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 we keep talking now. Yeah. So you might need a couple more minutes if we want to. No, let's fine. A chat. Yeah. Let's let's let John marinate a little bit. John, we can maybe ask you a question. He's probably while done he's it. Kind of thinking about it. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, the question I have for you, Sam, is okay. So in today's age, right now, you know, it seems like everybody has had to shift to work from home. So how can yes. our listeners use music at home to their advantage during these times? Yeah, nice one. Um, and we've been, I've been sort of talking about this quite a lot, um, delivering some, some videos and, um, to, to different organizations at the moment uh, around just really simple, fun ways that you can create, um, you know, increase positivity at home, feel connected, feel balanced, stay positive. Um, and it's sort of what's what we're calling sort of listen, do, create. Um, so, you know, the, the first things are just listening to music, which I've mentioned. Um, and there's a few different ideas we have for this. One is where I'm suggesting go and find an old CD or a vinyl or a tape, depending on sort of your age or what you, if, what you collect, and, and go and listen to a whole album. Because no one sort of does that anymore, myself included, by the way. Um, People put on Spotify, they play the song they want. Or the other thing that really annoys me about Spotify is it says shuffle play. Like you can't just seem to play an album in order. But, you know, people released albums for a reason. I thought, you know, back back in the day, back in my day. <laughs> um, so, you know, they're meant to be a body of work and they're meant to be a journey. So, you know, coming back to sort of, you know, those Brian Adams albums and, and for me, I love Billy Joel and stuff like that. So, you know put on a whole, a whole album, sit back and enjoy it and just relax and take an hour out to enjoy it. And the reason we say to do that is, is a, it's coming back to that memory stuff. So, you know, let, let it take you to a time when you used to listen to that album with, with your college friends or in the car on road trips and just t- transport yourself to a place that was calm and peaceful and, and beautiful. Um, another good one is there's some great live gigs happening online at the moment. Um, there's MTV are doing it, the Unplugged at Home, I think it's called. Um, there's stageit.com there's Facebook Live all the big acts are you know just jumping on and doing doing live concerts so jump on and, and, and that one comes back to the bonds I mentioned because even though you're not at a concert with someone physically next to you if you're literally watching a concert online and you can see thousands of people are watching it and commenting and you can comment and sometimes the artist even reads what you wrote you're, you're creating a sense of connection which is really cool and you're feeling connected to the outside world and um, there's a couple of others. I, I won't drag on um, this, uh, some of the stuff around doing and creating is, you know, stuff um, I do every day is, uh, you know, meditating. I, I meditate personally, a guided meditation with, with music because I'm, I'm, otherwise I'm not very good at just doing it on my own. So putting music on while I meditate, um, just doing some simple breathing and humming exercises. So I did one, one I learned from university real quick was rather than like the breathe in for three seconds, breathe out for three seconds, one that a lot of people do. I do one where we were taught to take the perfect breath. You breathe all the air out of your body and then you hold it for five seconds till you really, you know, need that breath. And then you let your body take a breath and your, your body will naturally take a really nice, perfect breath and it gets lots of air into your head, um, you know, releases that oxytocin and feels great just literally going that was a very quick version but it feels incredible uh it it just it's like a rush to the head um and uh, also humming is a great way to warm yourself up in the morning if you've got a day full of 
calls, Zoom meetings, presentations, just some really nice ones in the shower. Some sirens is a big one. So mm -hmm. these are things you literally can't do without smiling, by the way. So that proves that it feels good. Um, that's a fun one. If you want to be a little bit more, you know, adventurous, you can count to five and back, which is a simple scales. One, two, three, four, five, four, three, two, one. Gets the brain counting, gets the brain thinking, gets you warmed up. There's a million and one. Like, literally, you could YouTube search vocal exercises for beginners. There's so many fun ones. And the beauty of it is no one's listening. No one cares. No one's, you know, home. You're on your own, you're hopefully, or you're in a room. You, you, you don't need to feel embarrassed. Um, uh, and then create is just, you know, sit down and write a poem every morning or write some lyrics. Like, again, no one needs to ever see it. Just write, like, I, I, I do a challenge called eight, eight lines a day. So get up, and I don't do it every day, um, but get up. The first thing you do is try and just write eight lines that rhyme. Like, woke up, didn't sleep well, had a dream that I fell off out of a tree, broke my arm, <laughs> whatever. Just, but just try and make eight lines rhyme. And instantly you're going to just, really you've got like your brain. Yeah, yeah. It's just, 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 and yeah, and if you want to share them, I share them on Instagram sometimes, eight lines a day, and just put, put them up. Um, and it works great if you're actually a songwriter, because if I sit down for it and say, I'm going to write a song today, but I can't think of anything, I've got all these random lyrics that I've just been sitting in the bank. So look, they're, they're just some examples of things you can do at home. I'd love if anyone wants to contact John or me. Um, you know, we've got a bunch of these kind of things that we can do. There's so many fun things you can do at home around music, listening. Another one real quick is um, creates playlists with your colleagues at work. So we do one which you know, uh, work from home playlist. So you send your favourite ones and get someone from the team or yourself to put them all in a Spotify playlist, make it a living, breathing playlist. So you add ones every week. And then you can be like, oh, Cody, I can't believe you can listen to like Nirvana while you're working. I could never do that. I'm, you know, someone else is listening to Beethoven. So it's just a conversation point and, a, and another way of feeling connected with people. So yeah, there's some tips. I like that. That's so good. Cody, we should start a playlist. Maybe yeah. just no. a Seaven playlist. Yeah. I was trying to think I like of what it. I would put on it when he was saying that. Like and I'm like, LaBouche or LaBouche. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> John, well. not to put you on the spot, but. I'm ready. ready. Are you ready? Oh my I'm gosh, ready. that's amazing. Hey, we, so we quick. Can do these in, in like three minutes. And, and yeah, it's an insta hit. There you go. Yeah. Insta hit. That's yeah, all that yeah, is. It's an insta hit. This yeah. was a piece of cake. Oh my gosh, I was so excited. Well, no I actually idea. think it's kind of harder when I have to make it fit to your chords already because your song's cool. I don't want to mess it up, you know? So, are you guys ready? I, I you, saw this. You have this no idea how excited I am. Right for you guys. I'm excited. Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. You ready? Here we go. best and build a big dream as tasty as cold stone ice cream we won't take no vacations anything goes and having some fun a culture that is second to none this team is playing amazing we stand out from anything else you'll see we take having fun seriously. We work hard. We play hard. We bring innovation. We bleed blue. Me and you. We are 
There you go. There's a first one. Oh, my oh God. My God. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Oh my God. He's good. He's very quick. He's very good. That was nice so one, good. John. Yes, you incorporated everything we could possibly have asked for. Thank yeah. you. No that problem. So well, if we do a big recording of it for you, I'll, I'll change the, I'll take Cold Stone out of it so we don't uh, do it. <laughs> trademark. Yeah. Trademark. Yeah, exactly. We don't want to get any for you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Midship yeah. instead of Cold Stone. <laughs> yeah. I think if we take some of the lyrics from the session we did with you as well a couple of weeks ago, and John's gonna, yeah, John will record it over the top of the, uh, the your actual, the, the, the full production track, which we, which we both just love, um, and, and we'll send it to you. That's awesome. Well, for our listeners, we will make sure to put a link to this song and this entire episode on cvent.com slash podcast. And John and Sam, I mean, thank you so much for joining us. This was incredibly exciting for us. We've been looking forward to it. Um, before we let you go, though, is there anything you want to promote or share to our listeners? Or how do they even get in touch with you guys? Yeah, definitely. Thank, and I appreciate that. And thank you for having us because we, we, we love uh, we love working with Cvent, um, you know, we were, we were going to, we were in talks to be involved, um, in, in Vegas, which would have been coming up. And then we, you know, we'll hopefully see what happens later in the year for, um, in the UK. Um, so we, as far as, you know, seeing us in action coming up, we, we, we have a, a, a weekly or bi, um, fortnightly a virtual happy hour, which is free to attend. And we, we do them all over the world. So there's different times for every region. So if you go on our website and I'll send you guys the link, it, it has a full list of all our happy hours that are coming up and the times that they're in for each zone. So John hosts one for the US, I host one for the UK. We've got the Singapore guys that do one for Asia and we've got the Australian guys. So there's something like four a week that you can jump onto. Um, and then as far as getting in contact, it just, you know, if you go to the website, you can drop us a line through the, the website form. I'm Sam at songdivision.com, John at songdivision.com. If you're, if you're in, in uh, Europe, Sam at songdivision, uh, United States, John at songdivision, you can just share yeah. Great. Exactly. Yeah. I'll send it through and we'll, we'll make sure it gets to the right hands. Uh, and like I said, like one of our big things is helping others. And at the moment, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean about necessarily, you know, delivering something or an event. If, if anyone needs anything, um, we love what we do. So, like, if anyone wants, you know, we're, we're writing songs for people who's, you know, who know, if you've got a colleague who's feeling down or you know they're isolated or they're living at home at the moment and they're, and they're struggling, just drop us a line. We'll, we'll send them a little personalised song to brighten up their day. So, because we... we it's it's fun for us, so it's it's yeah. uh, it's not hard work at all. So if anyone needs anything, and I mean that honestly, get in contact. We're here. We're here. Uh, I love it. I can tell that you guys love your jobs. This is just so awesome. Thank you guys <laughs> so much for joining the podcast. We really appreciate you joining our very special edition video cast. Wow, that was so cool to hear how quickly those guys could put together a really thoughtful song. Brooke, I think we need the whole album next. Um, a thousand percent. We're gonna have to put that on the website. And I just like loved how personalized it was for us. I'm still dying when they mentioned your old gig at Coldstone. <laughs> I need to hear one of those songs. Yeah, you know, there's a zero percent chance of that happening, Brooke. <laughs> okay, I'll drop yeah. it. I'll drop it. <laughs> well, there's no real good transition here. But uh, if you guys want more episodes and exclusive content, head on over to cvent.com slash podcast. You can check out the episode description for a link to additional resources. And if anyone out there is also having tips or tricks they'd like to share, please let us know by emailing us at podcast at cvent.com. We would love to have you on the show. Before you guys know it, we're going to have another great episode. So we'll talk to you then. 
拜。Bye